ho, ho, ho. Looks like somebody's back for another episode. This is uh, episode three of Podful of Mems. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're just going to drop in a hot, hot disclaimer. This episode is about sex, 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 sex. We talk about sex, baby. Um, if this makes you uncomfortable and you respect Maggie and myself and you don't want to hear us talk about these kinds of things, please take the time now to just not listen to this and do literally anything else. Um, if you are a family member of mine uh, or my boyfriend or anyone that knows my boyfriend or just my boyfriend's family, anyone, uh, I'm not going to speak for Maggie. I am going to speak on behalf of myself though, please <laughs> just don't uh, listen to this. Um, there is just a little sound note as we always do apologize. Someone was receiving text messages and we both didn't acknowledge it. So just sorry if that bothers you. Okay. We hope this episode reminds you of that special, special time when you lost your sweet, sweet virginity. And if you're still a virgin, good for you. Have fun. So tell me about your childhood. I'm no psychologist, but that was definitely a cry for help. It was actually quite traumatic. Oh my gosh, trauma alert. I definitely did that for attention. I had a great relationship with my parents, I think. Oh boy, oh boy. Boy, oh freaking boy. Welcome to episode three. We're back. We are back. We're back again. This is a this is a very special episode that Maggie proposed. Uh, not the first thing on my mind when I think of childhood is losing my virginity. I don't like to connect those right. two things. However, they are they are not connected. No, we just we're <laughs> yeah no no talks of child sex trafficking. Fuck Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, oh, yeah. whatever the fuck her name is. They're criminals. We mm-hmm. just happened to have sex pretty young, consensually. That's right. It was consensual. At, at least it was for me. It was for you, too. Yes, Jess. very much. I was apparently in love. It was very consensual. Um, but it is like wow. a, it's a saga. It's like a three-part saga. Is yours a one? part saga? It's just like uh, three mine parts. Mine is a, is a five-minute encounter. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Uh, so envious that yours is a saga. Excuse you. Uh, fuck off, Jess. I'm sorry. It's only a saga because the, like, if I were to add the details of what led up to it, it becomes a saga. The, the actual event, less than 30 seconds. So it depends on how we're talking about the event itself. (laughs) Well, let me, let me be clear also about virginity in general yes okay it's beautiful i think it's inappropriate uh to label virginity as only p to the v intercourse mm. you know very I was fair sexually active yeah. before i had a penis inside me. very fair okay i know your story so are, do those experiences not count are they not worthy of sexuality no i think you know what i'm saying because I, it yeah. wasn't penetration i think that's fully worthy um, it depends on how y- you want to define uh, a singular event that that you hold near dear to your heart as the virginity being lost. Right. Well, this experience is not near and dear to my heart um, <laughs> <laughs> at all. Oh, no. Was it traumatizing? <laughs> no, it wasn't traumatizing. It was funny, you know, like it was kind of stupid. It was with a friend Mm -hmm. um 
basically I was I was 18 and let me just be clear before this I had done a lot of sexual stuff with men and women right and um you know done oral sex and all the kind of stuff with um both uh but I was like oh I, I just want you know to be in love when I get penetrated by, by a dick you know? okay so, <laughs> okay very fair and to be honest a lot of the really great sex that I have is with people I dislike and don't respect so oh totally in adulthood yes uh, not a and I guess teenagehood. I don't know. Were you like a wild teenager with, like, when did it um, start? How old were you when it started? The sexual I activity w- with like hooking up. Yeah, like, hooking up. Yeah. Um, I was around fourteen. Okay, fair. Yeah. When I when yeah. I started doing stuff, um, with girls and, first. Well, with one girl. And, um, very specific girl with a full story. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a full story. I mean, listen, I've talked about it on other pods. All right. Just, so, you know, it's Google okay. Me, yeah. Right? Google. When you Google Maggie Lally, you get her resume and a song about how she's had sex with women. That's right. It's literally, I literally was at a recruiter. Okay. <laughs> I was at a recruiter's office. Did I tell you this story? I was at a recruiter's office, you know, trying to get some kind of bullshit corporate job. Right. Yes. And the recruiter was like, okay, Maggie, so why don't we just go ahead and Google you and see what comes up and just see if it's appropriate for future employers. Right. So she Googles me in front of my face in her office. And the first thing that comes up is Maggie Lally getting eaten out song. Uh-huh. That's what it was. I knew it was something. That's, right. <laughs> That's what it was. The... And she was like, you know, you're going to want to privatize all of this. And um, No. And I was like, dude, come on. Like, this is why I hate these recruiters. I'm like, just have me, have them call me a different name. Like, yeah. I, I can be Margaret at the office. I've been Mary at the office before. Right. You know, for six months. I fully disassociated from who I was. Um, yeah, no corporate job is ever worth giving up your freedom to sing about getting eaten out. No job is exactly. worth that. Exactly. Like, I want, you know, weird stuff to come up when you Google me. Yeah. You know what I mean? As it should. I want you to be disturbed and uncomfortable all the time. You want to be disturbed when you Google yourself is what it should happen. You're going to be exactly. like, that's Which new. <laughs> that's Every new, day. even though I posted Every that. Every day. <laughs> Okay, so you started doing stuff at 14. That's, that's, that's a childhood memory. <laughs> I know. It is. It is. It's a mem. Um, it's a hot mem. So I would get, you know, email fingered by this girl. Uh, and it was fine. You know what I mean? Um, I, would de- I would write a ton of erotica about it. Mm. I'll tell you that. Uh, I have it, pages and pages of erotica about these experiences. Um, were they were they just accounting for the experience? Were you just writing down what happened, or were you writing down like some Fifty Shades stuff, like going further than what you actually did? Um, no, it was it was an, definitely an account of what happened. Okay, but it was pretty dirty. Oh, and my mom found oh. my mom found all of it. <laughs> Did she question it or was just like, oh, my child she is was so like, creative. What the fuck is this, Maggie? What is this? She was so mad. <laughs> I feel like she'd be proud today. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I, I thought so. you guys were were close. I don't know what it's close to. No, I don't we, know. we are close, but I just don't think that she is a huge fan of promiscuity or, you know, 
excessive or reading about your sexual experiences very fair yeah i don't know i'm gonna be a terrible mother (laughs) oh my god literally when my if my daughter has that i'm gonna freak i'm just gonna lose my mind yeah It'll be a stressful time. We've got time before we could be concerned about our non-existent children having sex. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. You exactly. would write erotica. I write erotica. Uh, and then when I was around 16, I would... I, I started, like, doing stuff with guys. Like, making out and, and having, you know, doing oral sex and stuff. Um, oh, my God. I have to burp. This is just really... I'm drinking seltzer. And it's... This is so embarrassing. Let it out. Um, it's passed. It passed. Okay, great. Um, anyway, but I would actually go over to this guy's house, and he taught me how to uh, perform a blowjob. I would go over to this guy's house. He was he was a redhead. Okay, he lived on the Upper West Side. Important in a detail. Sick apartment. Yeah, sick apartment. Rich, rich kid. Okay, and he taught me how to give blowjobs. So, okay, just to him, though. Like, it wasn't like a blowjob party where he came over to teach and and with props. Like, it was... He was using that as a technique to lure you in and be like, I'll teach you if you suck my dick. And then (laughs) it's a learning experience. And you get something out of it. I would sneak out of my New York City apartment to go to this guy's house. At age 16. I would get on a cross-town bus at 1 a.m. Okay. Wow. I know. Isn't, is this sad? I don't know. It, it's not... S- I, like... Okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It's not sad. It's... It's... It's scary to think about... When I think of 14-year-olds today doing that shit, I'm like, mm-hmm. get inside the house, put a sweater on, you're a child. But, like, right. I think about the same shit i used to do stuff when i was 15 like when i was 15 years old yeah. getting like drinking and the the amount of like sneaking around behind my parents i mean mind you i was in the suburbs it wasn't as easy in new york like right. you had to go through a gated community so like some adult knew what was happening <laughs> like so right. like florida in the suburbs is very different than just like walking out of your apartment and getting on the train or like a bus but mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. still like felt naughty at fourteen. Ugh. Totally. Well, so so what were you? When did you begin doing stuff? Ugh. My. I guess this is the pre saga. I had never kissed anyone before. I was like very prudish. Um, I went to Camp Shalom when I was like thirteen years old, and one boy snuck into my cabin he wanted to make out with me and I sat up and told him I had pink eye and I was like just so you know like I have pink eye like I was so afraid of just any boy getting near me because I didn't know I was like I'm gonna be so bad at it what do I do and then the year after that my freshman year of high school I was with my friend who used to date oh my god she used to date she was a serial dater and she always had a boyfriend and so she had a boyfriend who was who is now a gay man married happily to a lovely man and they were a couple and then his friend was someone that was just like a sleazy guy who also said I will teach you how to do a blowjob which is just the 14-year-old boy thing to do and then right. he was like 
are you going to give, you can't be in my house unless you give me a blowjob. And I was like, (gasps) yeah. Oh yeah. I look back on this now and I am so disappointed in myself for feeling like I wasn't strong enough to speak up for myself. And like, yeah, but you were, you were 14. Like, this is on, and the kid, you know, yeah, very troubled. Raised improperly. Yeah. Kind of dad that was like, you know, rude to the mom. His dad was ill his whole life. Oh. Yeah, there was a cancer situation. Then it's okay. Then it's okay. He was entitled. I'm fine. sorry, Jess. Definitely fine. He was entitled to getting head. Okay, yeah. his dad was dying of cancer. Come on, he yeah. deserved it. Yeah, I uh, maybe there was a little. Yeah, he definitely he did the right thing. <laughs> totally. So I, I, I was like, I knew no, he was so joking, but I still felt pretty uncomfortable. And he's like, "Do you want me to kiss you first? And then he did. And then I had never had a kiss before, so my first kiss was also the same time that I gave a blowjob for the first time. Wow. I was so wow. bad at it. I swear we were in there for hours. And he was like, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, do you need help? Like, what's going on here? I was like, um, I don't know. He's like, less, like, t- I'm pretty sure he's like, less teeth. What are you doing? And I was like, you told me I couldn't hang out unless I did this. Like, and then. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dear God. I hope no one that that respects me that's in my family ever listens to this podcast um i I, I, i'm you know i don't need my mom or anyone or the brothers or anybody yeah no we'll definitely put a disclaimer my aunt (laughs) you got a cool aunt because yeah i got a cool aunt yeah (laughs) don't we all yeah you know we all have that highly sexual aunt oh yeah Who's like single and fab and you know oh yeah and dirty and all that kind of stuff. So. Janet, um, <laughs> Aunt Janet, Aunt Janet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you uh, say Aunt? Okay, fascinating. I oh, see. Oh, do I say Aunt? Aunt? I think I, I, think I alternate. Aunt, yeah, aunt, yeah. Aunt, aunt. That's aunt, good. Aunt. Good stuff. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, um, okay, so fourteen, we both had make out and blowjobs, and that was a thing. So then, well, what? I didn't yeah. do the blowjob until I was like sixteen. Oh, classy! But... Very classy. Yeah. So you're a whore, but that's fine. I'm embracing it. Just I kidding. learned so much. Damn, did I get um, so much better at it after that? Yeah. I mean, I, looking back, I'm like, oh, now I feel so bad for calling you a whore. It's like I have immediate guilt. I I can't even handle the fact that that I even did that just now. You know what I mean? Well, here's the um, thing. With like, it, it depends on. How we use the term. So what what uh, women are reclaiming our, our language, right? Our feminist language. So in, in the days of Mean Girls, when Tina Fey's character is like, stop calling each other whores, right? Wasn't that a line or something? She's like, stop calling each other sluts. Like, just stop doing that. It's like, are we using it as abusive language towards other women? Or are we using it playfully? And we're allowed to reclaim it and use it however we want. Because when men call us whores, we're like, we got a problem, you know? Of course, of course. Yeah, men aren't reclaiming it. It's still pretty uh, old school for them. We're but allowed to be slutty and say that we're allowed to be without I having think it judgment. should be basically like you're a good or bad person. Like having whoever you sleep with is totally irrelevant. Right. You know what I mean? How many people you sleep with it has nothing to do with whether you're a good person. <laughs> you're a whore. <laughs> implying that you're a whore means you're also an evil person you know what i mean oh okay like, do you think i'm an evil person it, it, 
to me, I mean, that's what I can hold <laughs> if a man is calling me a slut. Oh, uh, okay. Like, you're evil. Okay. You know, so, not only yeah. are you sleeping with so many guys, because you're doing that, okay. you, are in, you are evil. <laughs> okay, so let's you clarify. So next time you call me a whore, just say, you're a fucking whore, but damn, Jess, you're such a good person. Right, 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 right. Just well, clarify. Well, yeah, I, I think of it as, well, there's this great book called The Ethical Slut. Um, the Ethical which Fuck? Is all about the the ethical slut a slut i thought you said okay go ahead <laughs> um the ethical slut and it's all about um yeah reclaiming that word and making sure that you are okay with who you sleep with yeah uh, are, are okay with whoever anybody else sleeps with mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you are not judging anybody and right. you are taking actions that are ethical and you know not morally reprehensible disgusting uh, potentially evil. I, I, um, I agree with that. If you're respecting, if you have respect for yourself, you're respecting the people around you. The person you're sleeping with respects you. Then get at, like, do you are, have the freedom to explore. It is your body, your choice. Right. Right. Ethically. Um, just treat each other with kindness. Have, but then it's interesting. Cause it's like, I can also, like I was saying earlier, I can also sleep with someone who I, you know, have no respect for right personality wise. But it's also your choice to do that because it's your freedom to do what you want to do with your body. And if you are respecting yourself enough to acknowledge that you're doing that, I've definitely said that to myself before. Like, you know what? I just need to do this for me. And right, then right. you then you know, like it's is it slutty behavior? Sure, but are you? doing it for yourself also yeah and that's the freedom of choice baby yeah 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 yeah. so we were talking about earlier you know how virginity i think we got into this whole tangent because you know i said that uh virginity is so the idea of virginity is fixated on the p to the v mm-hmm. sexual intercourse right it, which is and not it. yeah and right and it's like your virginity is this precious pure thing mm-hmm. right right um but it's like meanwhile you can be technically a virgin and be doing all of this other sexual stuff that's right. you know equally as intimate in my opinion right uh but still be considered a virgin so what is that about right you know it's 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 leading up to to what because for especially for women same set in same sex relationships who are engaging and never do have that p to v penetration exactly. like when women say they're fucking like they're fucking and they should be able they should have that you know that's right that's right so yeah so i think losing also the the idea of losing your virginity like right. it's something to be lost right like a lot like you know what I mean? It's I treasured and it's revered a, a huge, right, right 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 you're in the loss of innocence suddenly once you've been penetrated by oh man oh man but okay so this is what how i finally you know in in normal terms or whatever virginity is considered to be uh in regular society you know non p to the v versus p to the v so my first p to the v interaction was with this guy when i was 18 um, he is now a PE teacher <laughs> who, <laughs> who does a lot of ecstasy. All right. <laughs> and, um, his name is Corey. I hope he's listening. I, um, hi Corey. Hi Corey. hi, Corey. hi, Corey. I hope you're doing well. He's such a sweetheart. He's such a sweet guy. Oh my God. Yeah. And well, surprise. Tw- 
yeah, he was 21. Oh, God. And I was 18. Okay. Legal. I met in college. Totally What's legal. That? Wow, your first yeah, was... P to V penetration is 18. That's, res- that's respectable. I like that. Well, I mean, but, you know, even if it had been younger, who cares? Right. You exactly. Um, that's just what when it happened Very to fair. her. Because, yeah. again, people put so much pressure on a woman to lose it to the right person. Right, right. You, know, you have to be in love. You know, he has to, right. you know, really care about you. Right. And respect you. Right. And all of this stuff. To clarify, like, yes. To clarify, I guess. Then, right, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. And then the rest of your sex life is like, you know, free for all. Okay. But the first guy, he's got to be the right guy. Right. The know? only reason why I said great at 18, because I feel like, it's, it's your, you know that you're aware of making the choice where I feel like under 18, yes. a lot of times young girls, again, we both had those experiences were swindled to do these things because we felt that it was sort of forced and that we were making, yes, it was consensual. We we're making the decision, but if we were 18, we would have been able to have more clarity is the only way that I mean, like 18, you're like, yeah, I'm independent. I'm an adult. I'm making decisions for myself and my body. Well, I just remember <clears throat> having this group of friends who I didn't really feel like I fit in with. Uh, they were all, like, from Jersey. Oh, I know classic. you're from Jersey right now. I, no and I'm looking around myself, and I know exactly who you're talking about. So go on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were all these Jersey girls uh, who were, like, majoring in communications. And I was oh, like, uh, I don't classic. Think, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, I'm like, they're all in marketing. They all have babies. I can't handle it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, so we were this group of friends and I would also, I also don't do well with like groups of girls. Right. And, I, and I'm so not saying, I'm so not the type of girl that's like, it's just too much drama. I'm a guy's girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so not that. It's so not that. I just don't do well with like being a part of a clique of like six women from Jersey. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> it's just rough for me. It's just rough for me. <laughs> like we, I remember one time we came to the city and they wanted to take a picture in Grand Central, like of us in a line in club attire. And I was like, oh God, I, how do I eliminate myself from this friend group? But anyway, cause you know, I'm from the city and I'm not like an elitist about it, but it's just like, I don't, you know. As, as a woman, you are like, I don't want to shit or shame on other women, but these are the worst kinds of women to be around. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I right. agree. It's I agree. Like, it's like we're all, okay, you're all wearing white pants. I get it. It's summer. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Um, anyway, so I just felt really out of place. And they had all had sex. And they had all had lost their virginities. They had to, babies, I thought. At, right, they have babies now. Um they had all lost their virginities, you know, in freshman year already in high school to, like, allegedly loving boyfriends. Mm. Okay? Right. And right. I didn't have... I mean, I had guys I was dating in high school, but I didn't... Like, I had, you know, a guy that I went to prom with. I went to his prom, and we were dating and whatever. He was like, I love you. And I was like, uh, uh I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he wasn't my boyfriend, really. So... I felt, like, insecure about that, that I didn't have a boyfriend or whatever, you know, at that age or something like that, that I wasn't, like, leaving my high school sweetheart to go to college, you know. Um, 
So I was just like, damn, I don't think I want to wait for some Prince Charming to come around to have sex. I think I'm just going to hook up with a friend (laughs) and swipe that V-card. Yes. You know? So I remember taking this guy to Applebee's. (laughs) You took a guy to Applebee's? Well, I mean, like, he paid, but I was like, I proposed the idea of going to Applebee's. (laughs) I I was like, love that. Applebee's? Uh, Westchester, the, you know, White Plains, White Plains, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, car the, side to go, baby. Side. Skip the meal. Just get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we went to Applebee's or whatever, right? And then I guess we came back and we were in my room and I was like, do you want to have sex? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. I was like, all right. So we were sober, you know. Did you act um, surprised that he proposed that, even though that was your plan the whole time? No, I proposed it. I proposed oh, you said, I'm sorry. I Wow, shame on me for just assuming. <laughs> I You just said that and I heard the he. Oh, my God. So conditioned. Wow. wow. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Wow. So heteronormative. Oh, Gross. my God. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> just kidding. It's all good. But, um... So I remember I was like, do you want to have sex? And he was like, for sure. And I was pretending like I had already had sex. Like I knew what I was doing. Okay, okay? Yeah, I yeah. did not announce that I was a virgin and that this was my first time. Right. Um, now, he told me before we got into it, he was like, I'm a virgin. I was like, oh, really? That's okay, whatever. And I didn't mention that I was also a virgin. <laughs> so... Uh, he was like, all right, let's do this. And I was like, all right. And I remember we just took our clothes off, like at the same time, you know, there was no, it was not romantic. It was no one took, wait, you guys didn't take each other's clothes off. You just removed, like you were getting ready for bed. (laughs) Exactly. We removed our clothing as if we were preparing for sleep. That's right. And so it was not romantic. There was no desire. (laughs) There was like zero desire going on. Well, it's friends. We made out. We had made out at parties before. Oh, okay. You know, like when we were that drunk sloppy so we, friend makeout. Yeah, yeah, we had like hooked up a few times or whatever. So, right. and I knew he was a virgin, and everyone actually thought he was gay. So I was like, "This is perfect." You know what I mean? Like oh. he's a nice guy, might be gay. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? This is great. So, so, um, so if he was anyway, gay, so, you were like, "I'm doing him a favor because I'm the only woman he'll ever sleep with." You're welcome. Exactly. Right. 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 So. And I just associated, like, you know, a closeted gay guy with a good person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, like, if you're closeted, you probably have a beautiful soul. Fair. Very yeah. fair. <laughs> anyway, so so we removed our clothes. I remember I was wearing these hideous brown granny panties. <laughs> oh. But which, are pro- which are kind of in right now, I feel like. All That's right. Are... It's, it was very like Carrie Bradshaw, yeah, man's, yeah, briefs. with those long um, skinny legs, just yeah. being held by a saggy, saggy brown sack. That's right. And um, I just remember removing these panties as quickly as possible because I was like, I really don't want him to see these. <laughs> so I was like, stripped them off and like threw them under the bed. Wow. And anyway, so then he's naked. Um, and I guess I probably gave him head a little bit. Right. To, just to start. Or whatever. You know, I was dry. Uh, 
<laughs> fully not ready for uh, intercourse at but, all. But you knew what um, wet dry was, correct? You know, it's hard to say. I'm not even sure. I remember being like, I don't really desire this. Right. Um, but anyway, but- so we where where am I this we um <laughs> we're, we're naked we put a condom on and then he goes immediately flaccid and I was like oh, oh man, no this isn't going well <laughs> oh no so then he's so, but then I'm like don't worry we can still keep going because I didn't understand that like you the, needed a hard pain <laughs> yeah I didn't understand that I was like oh it's fine like I can ride a flaccid dick it's all good you know what I mean um. <laughs> So anyway, his, you know, I'm on top and I'm just dry humping his flaccid penis. With the condom still on? With the condom on. And I was like, all right, I guess this is what it's like. (laughs) I was like, I did it, you know? And then I remember thinking, oh, oh, and halfway through with me on top, right, I, I announce in a um as if it's a confessional that i'm a virgin too so like halfway through i'm like i'm a virgin too oh (laughs) my god did you scream it like that or did you politely (laughs) just provide the information i remember feeling exasperated as it was coming out i remember being like i'm a virgin too you know (laughs) it was a confession to the priest (laughs) right Oh um, my god. Wait, did it ever go in? Like did he get back up or what? Like No, it never went in. So you didn't Did you have sex? I guess not. So <laughs> Are you still a virgin? Um well, that yeah. Uh <laughs> What if that's you for the last yeah. 10 years that's, that's just last... how you thought it worked. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> my last sexual encounter. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. <laughs> With a flaccid gym teacher. <laughs> I know. But, so, I remember, I mean, I did, event. I like, a few months later, I got, I was with this boy, I got this boyfriend, and we, like, made love, and, like, he was like, I love you, and he, like, oh, wow. probably more took my virginity. I was, like, 19 or 20. Yeah, yeah, that's the um, love story I want to hear. Oh, I guess I could tell that, but I always think of Corey as my first, you know? I, I mean... Just, very you put I think when you put on the condom and it becomes like oh we're doing it like yeah. it, it feels like the first because you agreed to both have sex so you're like that was when right. I lost my virginity and you thought so you then, were doing it right <laughs> psychologically so yeah, he didn't come obviously I didn't come obviously didn't come for years yeah um, years so and then we I remember high-fiving him as well i was like you're a guy's gal guy's gal i I think i've in the past have tried to be a guy's gal and just miserably failed Uh, um always with the high five classic yeah so i high five and then i like we we walked like back to his dorm or something i like walked i walked him back to his dorm (laughs) yeah girl get it propose applebee's Propose the sex, and then you walk him back the fuck home, and he should be ashamed because he couldn't get it up. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. But, so, but then eventually, like I said, this other boyfriend that I had, uh, 
who I met in AA, weirdly, anyway. Um, yeah. He, Go on. We, like, made sweet love. We made sweet love. And you both were dating? That must have been passionate as fuck. It was really passionate. I used to pray during sex. I mean, what is that about? With the, but, um, what kind of prayer? Like, 12-step kind of prayer or, like, Jesus stuff? Um, More like, you know, please... Please, God, you know, help him come. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Give God. Him, please, God, help him experience pleasure. And let's be clear, <laughs> Maggie went to Catholic school. So the, the, the sin of having sex before marriage is very clear and present in the oh. education of a Catholic school girl. And yet she's still begging God for this man. <laughs> <laughs> to come uh, did well, did he like help said, did I god come catholic through school. yeah i went to catholic school in new york city though so it's different you know oh. like everybody in my catholic high school which was an all-girls catholic high school was having sex right everybody. okay you know um it was like you were kind of a loser if you didn't uh very anyway, fair. So i feel like that happens everywhere my... else too right right uh so that's my little tale now let's hear about your absolute love story that will put my story to shame it's not putting it to shame uh at all it was my drama high school boyfriend and when i mean drama i don't mean it was a dramatic relationship i mean musical theater theater high school theater i'm talking about my theater boyfriend met backstage i was doing some weird shit like unbuttoning his sweater because I was like on crew I was an understudy for the play that we were both doing still always an understudy never on stage and what was the play the play was Brighton Beach Memoirs it was oh I know it yeah of course Mm -hmm. you know it any high school like theater nerd knows Brighton Beach Memoirs everyone does a scene from it (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I did a scene from it um but I was understanding Lori it was my first year in drama and he was one year older than me and he was the lead and I was also like helping assist the stage manager because I was just always there I was like Mm -hmm. also on costumes and so we would joke and the older kids that were I guess he was a sophomore I was a freshman and they were juniors they were like they were, like, egging us on because they were like, yeah, get it. Um, I kind of don't want to use his name. So let's call him Jerry. So... Sounds good. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jerry? Corey wasn't my guy's name either. That was made up. Oh, and you said it so confidently, though. No, no, no. I'm only... I'm kidding. It, it is his name. Oh, um, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, so smooth. Okay, so Jerry... I, I just feel so bad that I just broke his anonymity. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, let's call... Okay, let's call him Jerry. Um, So Jerry was being egged on by his older guy friends who were also in theater. And so all I remember... I just have this memory. I don't even know what... It, I was, like, unbuttoning his shirt as a joke in front of everyone for attention clearly but with my mouth but it was like a very fuzzy sweater because it was like a costume and they're like yeah get it jason and like that was our first flirtatious moment cut to yeah, that's pretty hot okay pretty hot. yeah but like theater nerds you know it's like i would see that shit today and i'd be like get the fuck stuff where were the adults you know like what where were the adults backstage and Cut to our after party for this show. We used to rent hotel rooms out at the fucking La Quinta Inn, uh, like, in town. 
and we the older kids got it because I guess like they were 18 they got a hotel room and we were drinking like animals I was I felt so young and I had never really drank before I got my sister to buy me Smirnoff ice and like I felt wild we get to the party and then all I just remember is making out with him and then everyone knew that we were making out and I was like oh my god we're dating now I guess but Love it. It was like a couple, like a year of flirtation until it became like an actual relationship. So our first time mm. attempting to have sex, we were not actually boyfriend girlfriend. Oh, so okay, okay. And so we, he would come over to my house when my parents weren't there, and there was always a trail. I remember my mom asked me if someone came over because they would the gate would call so like they would call my mom and so but I was like I don't know what you're talking about um so he would come over and we would we had multiple attempts where we would try but it wouldn't work because again both 15 16 like didn't understand the concept of sex you need right lubricant of some kind and you need a hard penis hard penis (sighs) definitely there definitely there not to not to shame Corey but um, we never had a problem. Never. Jer- Jerry Poor never boy. had a problem with getting it up because he was a 16-year-old boy who was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And so right. there was like three times where we tried and we were like, are we doing it? What? So we would try all these different positions. And then he came one. He came over one day. I remember at home. And then it just shot through. And I was like, ow. And... It was, like, the whole time, you know, when, like, a little kid plays with a toy set where, like, they're trying to put the star where the triangle is, and they're trying to, like, put the shapes? It's, like, that's what was happening before. It was, like, his square penis was going into my star vagina and just, like, wasn't working. And then it just, he found the right shape, and it shot through. And I immediately, I was, like, oh, that felt different. And then I look down, he looks down, and he goes oh my god and like jumps off of me it looked like somebody got murdered it was really everywhere blood everywhere and oh my god it was like you you had a hymen i had a hymen i no longer have my hymen i guess that was you didn't bleed you never bled i never bled no wow they say that if you do horseback riding when you're younger or like some dance or something or you just hump a lot of things that you could break it oh i didn't do any of those things uh but <laughs> i'm still right. uh, maybe you haven't had your hymen broken maybe yet. it's still intact <laughs> i i i don't i i don't know from some yeah okay so <laughs> um oh, so i can't believe it was like a murder scene that's why i looked down oh. and i was like holy shit and then i he, we just like stopped because we didn't think of it as, oh, this is what happens when you lose your virginity. We thought of it as, like, something is terribly wrong. <laughs> like, right. it was... Oh, so you didn't uh, know that that was supposed to happen or that it might I, like, might I happen. knew of it, but it felt like it was too much for it to be the right way for it to go down, you know? So, right. I, right. I, I, he, like, got off me. He was like, I gotta go. And then, like, picked up his shit and left. He left my house, and then I immediately start crying my eyes out 
I was like, what the fuck did I just do? I feel like I just lost respect for myself. Like, we're not even in a relationship. Like, he just took my sacred virginity. Uh, cut wow. to. I can't believe he just abandoned yeah. you like that. He just. I really, t- truly, very unclear. Like I don't know what happened. He just kind of got up and left. In a. I don't know. Like he was and sixteen you never years saw old. Him again. Am I right? No. But then we dated for two years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know how we like were off and off again, on again, but we never like we always tried to have sex. So this is where the three part saga comes in, which I'll leave out multiple parts, but we started dating and then we actually like, Oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Like our families know each other. His mom got me a Hanukkah present. Like I, we said, I love you. We would make cards for each other every month with like Crayola Sharpie marker, Crayola markers, whatever. And like we, he was my first love. I would say that, I guess. And, um, the one, so we would always, when we started dating, we would, we kept trying to have sex, but it would not go in because your girl is a tight as fuck. And <laughs> it just like wasn't working until one, this was like months into our relationship. One day it just like, we got the, it started happening. And I remember going, oh, we're doing it. And then we both like looked at each other. We're like, so proud as if we like had a child that just used the potty for the first time. We were just like wow. thrilled and then and it felt good did you feel good about it or, i felt fine i, mean, I n- sex I, I think it was just exciting because we we're like oh we we know how to have sex now like we're adult people we can do it it's a thing it's working it's back and forth right. <laughs> it's not just right. w- popping out and then <laughs> and then like uh uh like squishing things together so that's how mine was yeah yeah yeah. right i'm so sorry um oh it's fine it was just that one time but then with the net with the later boyfriend then yeah later you had love he was older he was like 28 so oh damn he knew what he was doing and i was like you know 19 which is really questionable on his end let's let's call that i mean not gonna lie i've had those experiences well my teenage head part four of the pod is (laughs) um just sex through teenagehood uh, I, I just, I went a little crazy after I unlocked the box. Let's just oh, say that. Uh, Jess, me too. Me too. High five. I, high five. Uh, I was looking through a list of, um, all the guys I've slept with. Cause I have it on this phone, on my phone and it's just entitled, you know, <laughs> And it's this list. And honestly, there there are guys on there that I'm like, who is that? You know, who right. is Alan Bad? Because I, I always put a little note next to it. Like, Alan it Bags? I just wrote Alan Bad. <laughs> it was oh, Alan sex. Bad. I thought his name was Alan Bags. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Alan Bad. It was Bad. just horrible sex. But I don't know who Alan is. I can't remember an Alan ever, Isn't ever being behind me. I think it's crazy because I think of some people, too, where I'm like, fuck I don't even remember his last name or whatever I'm like it is crazy that that human was inside of my body what like what a treasure what a gift to be inside of someone's body it's an honor for them it's an honor to be inside of our bodies like I will never be inside my body right I know it must be awesome it must be really good for like you know, to ha- park your dick in, in a girl's vagina. You know what I mean? Because I don't like, know. I guess. This runs the world. 
It, it no, truly does. So it is dangerous. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Right? Can you imagine having that kind of power because of a of a feeling we felt when we had sex that like we got to just rule society <laughs> because of it? <laughs> right. Because it feels right. so good. <laughs> That's why uh, I think women need to have more orgasms so that like if all of us have them and we're just doing it all the time, then maybe we can flip roles here. Because we don't also need to depend on men to do it. Every woman just needs to get a vibrator, and that way we can flip the well, the, the way things you, work. When I'm when I'm having sex, I'm always coming in with the assist. Yeah, okay? you gotta left hand assist, baby. That's right. So it's it's never all him. I'm always helping out. Never. But that's okay as long as you're with somebody. You're with a partner who just cares about it feeling. And being good for you. Like, most guys are just like, oh, this is my time to enter and I will do this until I am done. I think a lot of guys fully disassociate during sex. I don't think that they're present. I mean, I can't lie. Like, sometimes I disassociate as well. Oh, yeah. Um, And, like, pretend it's an an entirely different person. You know what? Uh, Here's what I think the difference of that is. Is, yes, I think a lot of women... So men will disassociate, but be involved and engaged within themselves where women will just be absent and then think about things they have to do like lists and That's stuff right. where like men well, are yeah. like, I mean, Oh, if, this is about if, me. <laughs> but the thing is, see, I'm not the type of person to endure a sexual encounter that is not pleasurable for me. Oh, so, good for you. Uh huh. Yeah. I've, I've ended sex like in the middle of it. And left the guy's apartment in the middle. Recently? Of... Was this last week? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this was not last week. <laughs> uh, this was... I, I've done this many times. Okay. Um, but this was more when I was like 24, 25. I was kind of on a sexual rampage. Nice. Yeah. Like total sexual rampage. And I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like halfway through, I'd be like, "Get out of me, get out!" You know? <laughs> and then I'd be like, uh, "This isn't working. Goodbye." And I'd get dressed, and they'd like be so confused, and they'd be like really hurt. And I'm like, because oh, nothing so. happened other than you just not receiving pleasure. <laughs> right, 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 right. Good it's for like, you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely done the thing where it's like, "Oh, I can't wait. This is over." Oh, can he come already? You know. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. Yeah. You know what I mean. But all the time. I'm done with that. I Uh, mean, that is like eighty nine, ninety five percent of the people I've had sex with. The only people that have genuinely cared were people that I was with, with like partners. You know, people that cared about people that experiences. I definitely like dated people who really cared for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, boyfriends and stuff, but also I I've, I've like had sex with non-boyfriends who definitely cared as well. Yeah. Like if I was enjoying or whatever. Well, that's nice. I just feel like it's if, all over the spectrum. Yeah, you it, never it, know it, what you're going to get. It depends on the age. It, it, there's a sweet spot of ages because men who are like in their early 20s, that in college, like teenagers, they don't give a fuck. They don't know what they're doing. They just care about themselves. Then there's, like, the sweet spot of men in their 30s who are like, I'm doing this for us both. I want – it turns me on to know that she's turned on. And then I feel like men in their 40s just, like, gave up. And they're like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. 
yeah, they're like, I just need to get it up. Can I even get it up? You know? <laughs> oh, wow. How crazy is it to have had sex with, in the same year, probably, someone in their 20s, 30s, and 40s? What a treat I've had. <laughs> same week. Same week. <laughs> same week. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a double header where you have sex with two different guys in one day? Oh, um, I don't, I don't know if I would call it that. I would call it, um, no, I don't think so. Maybe I would do, like, one day and then the next day someone different. I don't think I've ever had sex. I don't think I've done that. In college, I would, if it was, like, two nights of going out in a row and, like, the one person I texted who was... (laughs) who was the night before didn't answer then it was like well now this right so you were kind of you were kind of wild in college you were having a good time i think i had a problem um <laughs> what do you mean like like sex i had a no no just like a drinking problem probably oh same same <laughs> right yeah. yours was a little earlier yours is in high school ish right well it was pretty short-lived um because I, I did go to college, I went to this college where I was, like, friends with all these girls, and then I got kicked out because I was found, like, blacked out all these different places. By the tree, right? You told me that. That's right. I was, like, I was, like, against a tree in the nude or something. Nice. Honestly, was that you, like, doing art, or were you blacked out? Like, I think that's so artistic. (laughs) That was a performance art piece. Being blacked out by a tree? That's in the name. That's such a Maggie Lally performance art piece. Fuck that. You didn't even need to go to AA. You were just being an artist. No, I know. You're so right. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I then I was sober for four years. And I would have... I had a lot of, like, promiscuous encounters. Well, I feel like you you have to fill the gap of, like, the release that you would get from alcohol. You need to do something intense. And I think a lot of alcoholics, like, suffer from that. They need to, like, be addicted to something. And whether it's, like, touch or love or... um, I don't know. I've never experienced, I probably did have a problem in college, but I've never experienced a point where I ever stopped and recognized it was a problem, you know? Of course, of course. But you seem really, I mean, you don't drink a lot now. Not anymore, which I didn't drink for three weeks, and then I've been having trouble sleeping, and I had two glasses of wine the other night, and I was like, I remember why this is amazing. And I can tell, I know why people are alcoholics because oh, yeah. you're like, Oh God, everything sucks. And then you're like, Oh no, not after two glasses of wine. This is awesome. And yeah, how do you feel about, um, drunk sex? It could be fun if it is playful tip tipsy. I am a fan of tipsy sex. The moment that it gets sloppy and like disgusting and no one's respecting one another i'm right that's all college i did that i what i don't know if i've ever said this out loud before to anyone besides like three friends but i guess now it's public to the four people listening um in college i had sex with a guy it was like a frat house i used to go i had sex with like three people in this one frat but it was like the jewish frat so it doesn't count and the the guy said the next day that I like talked I used his penis as like I was like rapping and doing like a 
ricka, 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 like wrapping into his penis. And he had never experienced anything like that in his life before. No other 20-year-old female has ever spoken to his dick before. And mm-hmm. it spread around the frat house. And my very best friend who I was living with at the time was dating a guy in that frat house. And then, like, immediately the next morning, they all knew about that. And I was, like, wow. mor- mortified. And I was like, I don't that's remember cool, that. That's cool, Jess. That's not, that's, <laughs> you shouldn't have been mortified. You were rapping into his dick. Like, that's cool, you know? They probably thought it was awesome and were jealous. Well, I think men are jealous now. Um that they didn't get to experience 20 year old me hey oh but oh a 22 tw- year old one in year old guy is like not interested in in funny funny business <laughs> like they want to fuck right. and then have you go home <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's true t- for any age any age right guy uh, um boy oh boy are we doing a, po- a sex podcast now <laughs> no 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 it's just for this episode it's just for this episode fair we can say whatever we want on this pod. We can yeah. say whatever we want on this pod. I'm going to do a huge disclosure. Oh, my God. Daniel just sent a new draft of this beautiful little cover. I'm so excited oh. to send it to you. It's um, nice. It's so cute. Oh, cool. I'm excited. We've got glasses of wine and mics in our hand. Oh, my God. We've got oh, a pod God. full of mems, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Maggie, do you have any final thoughts before I melt? I'm Um, in a car, I don't. Stay safe out there. Use protection and don't be ashamed of having sex with anyone. I've been in this car because there's nowhere else to be quiet. And I'm talking and sweating. And, you know, the scene in Titanic where the handprint on the window? Oh, yeah. That's the the windows are steaming right now. So I just, to end this pod, I just made a nice little handprint. So. Hell yeah. I used to do that all the time (laughs) as a kid when it was raining. (laughs) I used to drag my hand across the windshield. And fuck yourself. The back okay. Of the car. <laughs> so, so dramatic. Gosh. Cries for help. I know. Oh my I God. Know. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope that you don't think of us any differently. Uh, we respect you. We respect our bodies. Thanks for yeah. listening to A Pod Full of Mems, part three. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye.